Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Drama Surgery Podcast. Um, in this week, we continue with our review of Marry My Husband. We currently just watched episodes 11 and 12. And I have to say, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this drama anymore. Well, I know how I feel. I just don't know if I want to continue watching this drama. Um, because a lot of things happen in this episode that I'm just like, Why? To start with, I would say my biggest gripe with this last two episodes was the introduction of the character of Oyura. Because I feel like she's adding nothing <laughs> to the plot. In fact, maybe because I've come to like Jung Soo-min so much and like how she plays a villain character that I am kind of against this Oyura character because to me she's kind of cartoonish, right? She comes off very, very cartoonish. She's the typical evil second female lead that you know wants the male lead and has no regard for anybody else and it's just something we've seen a billion times and again i mean i get it this is like a korean rom-com it's not supposed to be some innovative groundbreaking you know interesting drama but i mean i thought they would at least stay away from that kind of plot mainly because they have so much things they could cover so much content that they could explore right yang juran and Sekichi Lee, Bekuno, and Yuiyeon. Like, there's so many different characters that we could look at rather than have this, like, cartoonish villain come in and kind of just ruin everything, right? And it not only ruins, you know, the story so far, it also ruins, like, characterization of a lot of people, especially Kang Jiwon, right? And I'll talk about her later. But first things first, this Oyura character, <laughs> apparently she's not in the webtoon, um, but she is in the web novel. And I mean, the web novel is the original source of everything, right? So I guess, yes, she is in that. And that's probably why they brought her in this. And again, <laughs> I'm sure it also fits like what they were thinking. Because I mean, Korean producers, writers, directors, I guess they can't do without this. But I, I really want to know what's going on in their head. You know, like, will something happen to them? if they decide not to use this cliche plot trope. Like, I'm wondering about that because every time even when they don't need to have this, they always bring it in somehow. Why must you have this ex-fiancé, ex-girlfriend of the male lead every time? It makes no sense. I don't understand it. But regardless, yes, it is in the web novel. And since that's the original source, okay, we'll go with it. Now, I don't know why they've decided to make her as bad as this because I do know that, like, the writers have adopted a lot of things from like the webtoon web novel that is like not exactly how it is in those like materials that they could have done that here as well you know you know just bring in an aspect not the whole thing although i don't know what the old web novel is like whether Oyura's character is this bad but looking at the preview of next week's episodes like she's telling pak miwa to kill kanji and i'm like <laughs> what why is this going into like cartoonish territory like this is going into like mark jang drama you know soap opera level kind of territory over a guy that she did not even really have a relationship with right this is somebody that their parents just decided okay they'll get married when they're older right it's a very business relationship that they are working on here and given that she had already said okay you would think that means that she's cool about this because again they have no feelings built up right but then she comes back and says oh he's charming now he's like a man because he likes another woman who, who which woman on this face of this earth wants a guy that you know changes his behavior because of another girl it's not because of you it's because of another girl but oyura is such a cartoonish character that we're just supposed to go with this i guess 
And this is what pisses me off because I guess I've come to like Jung Soo Min so much that Oyura's character is kind of a slap into my face because she's just not layered. I mean, Jung Soo Min had a way of making something that was very mundane and also cliche seem interesting right she had this way of bringing in that you like to think that there's just something more to her right even though yes she was crazy and everything but there was just something about her and how she acted it song was so good at this that i don't know why they felt that they needed another villain right it just it was kind of, it's kind of annoying to be honest um and going on that kang jiwon too this is the part where i was talking about how i dislike how they've like taken kang jiwon's character the moment where she and Yujiok are talking in the office and he's trying to explain his point of view. And she's like, you can't just break off your relationship one-sidedly. I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> this was the same issue I had with that character in Forecasting Love and Weather. There's just sometimes when it's just inconsistent and it makes no sense. It's like she's just punishing the male lead for no reason. And she does that here too. She does that in love, in contractors. Well, there's just something about how they write a character sometimes that I'm like, I don't get why it needs to go down this part, right? Because when she says that, that like, oh, you can't just break off something one-sidedly. I was like, I mean, <sighs> like that's literally the only way you can break things off. Like that's the textbook way or else like the person that you're dating has a right to become a stalker this is how pac was basically when she tried to break up with him in like the first episode right he like pushes her against the wall and he's very violent and i'm like that was a scenario where literally you want to break up the relationship and he's not letting you and he becomes like this violent character i understand what i guess the thought process is because i think she's thinking that given how her own background is how her mom left her dad right and how her mom kind of one-sidedly broke up the relationship with her dad. That that's kind of, I guess, what she thinks Yujiok is doing with Oyura, given that they were like engaged for like the past like seven years or something like that, right? Um, so I think that's where she's coming from. But the way she just said it, it's, it wasn't working for me. <laughs> and I was just like, no, she should understand this more. Like, is she expecting it to be a virgin, to never have dated anybody? Like, what is she expecting from this guy? He is not supposed to be perfect he's a human being as well right and he should have had relationships but the fact that they make her like say that i'm just like ugh, the writers have messed that up just just that little one part is like messes up her character um and i'm sure she's like going to change her mind and everything but like the fact that she even said that in the first place was just like no they should have like thought of something else for her to say in that moment and i was really disappointed in her character at that moment but going back to the villain, because that's really what this episode is about. I, I have to rant about Oyura's character because it just doesn't make sense. And like I said, right, it relegates Sumin to this secondary villain at this point. She's no longer the main one that's shining, right? And I really dislike that. One thing that I noticed, though, is like the appearance of the truck that is always killing people, the white truck of doom. It's here and it has a driver, in fact. <laughs> Usually in Korean dramas, the truck of Doom Yai does not even have a driver. It's just a faceless like car that's driving straight to our characters and you know getting them in an accident. Whereas here, it even has a face and everything. And just seeing the truck it was like I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> we've gone back into the realm of like typical Korean drama 
um, plot because Oyura is going to try and have her kill and stuff like that. Yujok is going to save her, of course. But yeah, it was just interesting to me that that is where they are taking this. Like, they are really taking it into the cartoonish Makjang area, which is really not necessary. But yeah, another thing I'll say that's a gripe for me in this drama, and it's, I guess, something that's been on my mind since I started watching this drama. I just, I guess it's just this last two episodes that it really shined to me is how sulky the male lead is. Like, I feel like Yujiok is a very passive male lead, right? There's just something about the way he does things. He's always sulking. He's always, like, looking like he wants to cry. Like, I don't know if that's how he's supposed to be, if that's how he is in the webtoon and the web novel. But in this, it just... Sometimes it's not working for me because I'm like, he's not active enough. Like, why when Oyura comes and is she's talking about how he used to be a former fiance, why doesn't he shut it out immediately? When um the grandfather is inviting Oyura, the fact that Oyura keeps going to their house and seeing the grandfather, why doesn't he shut that down immediately? Why is it like trying to play politics with everybody and trying to like raise their emotional power? Like, you see how he's talking to his grandfather and trying to explain things to his grandfather. I'm like... Just put your foot down on these things. Like, you can seem to do that with some things, but when it comes to your own personal, like, life and things like that, for some reason, he is kind of just a passive character and he expects things maybe to fall into place and everything. And I'm like, no. Like, you should have more drive. You should be able to... Like, Kang Jiwon should not be the one that has to fight Oyura in this case. She's your fiancé or your ex-fiancé. You should be able to handle her, right? And I just don't like how they've, like, drawn him or written him to be like that i just i dislike it and this last episode really showed that to me i hope in the next two episodes he gets some balls to do what's necessary because oh my god if i see oyura still by the end of next episode i'm going to lose my mind because she needs to be gone like asap right i i can't see her for another like two three episodes it's, it's, i'm actually going to lose my mind because then you just know that the drama is not going to end the way you want it to. Like, it's not going to end the way I want it to, which is, like, I expect to have at least one full episode watching Kang Ji-won be happy, you know? Just like the whole episode, not like five minutes before the drama ends. I will... <laughs> so, like, somehow, Oyura needs to be gone by the next episode, and we need to, like, speed up everything so that, like, Kang Ji-won can be happy and just you know, be in love with Yujiok somewhere, right? So I just hope somehow they fix this. He somehow gets, you know, the strength to do what is necessary because if this continues for the next three episodes, um, it's not going to be very good. But again, I give the writers the benefit of the doubt because like I said, I know that a character is in the original novel. So I should not be too critical, but I just, I just really disliked that. She was like this thing that came out of nowhere this person that came out of nowhere that you don't need and doesn't add anything to the plot right there are other ways i feel like they could have gotten characters to do what they wanted right and again this takes away from like i said all the romance that we could be having you know and it just it just really annoys me I will say that one thing I am interested to see next episode is the reason why Sumin acts the way she acts because I can see that Kanji One is going to ask her that, that what is the reason why you know she is so hateful towards her because I guess it's not what I originally thought. I just assumed that she was just a narcissist and she saw you know Jiwon as that friend that it was kind of a dormer that she could push around. But the way it's seeming is that like there's actually more to it. 
and Kang Jiwon seems to be asking her dad in the preview for next week's episode. So I want to know what the reason is because I'm very interested in her psyche and why she does things. So I'm looking forward to that and I hope they give a good reason. I've been trying not to get spoiled of what that reason might be, but you know, I'm actually very interested. Um, so yeah, that's really it for this episode. This last episodes of My My Husband were kind of not that great for me. But I mean, I will say that because I understand that, <laughs> I guess, Korean writers, um, Korean directors, you know, we get an itch. They will catch an itch if they don't shoe on things into the last few episodes you know, you know, I, I was mentioning this earlier that I was worried about the pacing of this drama and whether they were able to deliver what I wanted. And I'm worried again. <laughs> like I said, I'm worried again. So, you know, hopefully by next episode, things reset and I can join against the strength. You just against the strength to do what they need to do and we can move on. So, yeah, I did enjoy it. It was very like soap opera-ish more so than the rest of the episodes kind of out of place but still good it got my like blood pressure up and everything like i was pissed by the end of episode 12 but still i'm looking forward to next week's episodes and hopefully they are good as well so yeah that's it for me for this week thank you guys so much for listening have a nice day bye